Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is another Daily Dose of Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So I hope everybody's doing well. Um, just to kind of update you, uh, the vet took a look at Sam, and he's got some arthritis issues going on, plus there's some issues with his lungs. Uh, we're hoping that the anti-inflammatories will help in both cases, but um, if they don't, then we need to take a look at some other things that may not have such a great prognosis. So, um, you know, all the good wishes and prayers that are out there that can kind of come in for him, that would be very, very much appreciated. I'm a firm believer that, you know, putting out good thoughts for someone, praying for them, however you hold that, that can really make a difference. So um, Luna is doing very well. Uh, the medication that they gave her was apparently just what she needed because she's seems to be back to her old self and enjoying life. And I actually let her go ahead and go outside today. And she was very, very excited about being able to do that. So um, when you worry about people, whether they're animals or children or whoever you worry about, it's always rough when you see them wanting to get out. You know, Luna wanted to get out and do her thing, but it was important that she stay inside for a while. And as much as I hate to tell her no, sometimes it's necessary. And I guess that kind of came back from, you know, being a parent and being able to, you know, raise kids and have the opportunity for that joy and that challenge. I guess it kind of instilled in me the ability to say no, because I know it's what's best for someone. And that is one of the important things about being a parent. And I realized, I was thinking the other day that we talked about empathic children, dealing with empathic children and dealing with empathic teens but I had not addressed the particular challenges to an empathic parent. And I wanted to kind of bring that up a little bit because it is a challenge to be able to let go. And it's even more of a challenge when you're empathic, when you're connected to someone. And that also means that when someone lashes out, especially your child, that you're not fair, I hate you, you know, you're mean, you don't love me. When all of that frustration is aimed at us from someone who we love and value beyond our own life, and we just want them to understand us and understand that we're not making rules to hurt them. We're making rules to help them grow and to help guide them. And, and that sometimes, yes, as parents, we do make mistakes and we're trying our best. And when you're an empathic parent, that can be really, really hard to bear when, you know, your child becomes very reactive with you and it's really hard. You know, people say, well, don't take it personally. They're a kid. When you're empathic and you're still working on being able to find balance with it, it's very hard not to take things personally. And if there's anyone who can strike at the heart of your vulnerability, it's your child. So, how do empathic parents manage? Because just because a parent is empathic doesn't mean a child has abilities at that same level. Um, I think there's a lot of debate on whether certain 
abilities are definitely DNA connected, definitely inherited, or if it's just kind of the Yahtzee roll of the dice, and it is possible for an empathic parent to have a non, you know, a not quite as sensitive. I do believe everybody has like a certain level of empathic ability and, but, and however you hold that, it is not always at the same level. And so if you are a highly sensitive parent, not only is it hard when other people judge you for your parenting because, oh my gosh, that's all over the place. I mean, no matter what you do, there's going to be someone who tells you you're doing it wrong, especially for young parents, especially for new parents. Everybody wants to tell you what you need to be doing. What you need to be doing is learning about your child and figuring it out and trusting in your heart and trusting what you feel is right. There are no hard, fast rules that always work or always don't work when raising kids. And I had two that were 18 months apart and they could not be more different. They have unique personalities. What worked with one did not necessarily work with the other. And that became frustrating because it's like, oh my gosh, you two are almost a match set. Why is it you're so different? Why is it that one a parenting style will not work with one and work with the other? So parenting is hard enough. And I really hope that if you're parenting and you're feeling stressed out, especially in these circumstances where suddenly everybody's normal patterns, you know, their normal social interactions have been cut down or completely cut out. And that can cause kids to be very, very reactive. It can cause them to become frustrated. It can cause them to, in their isolation, because at that age, it's the group mentality. It's, it's the herd mentality. They want to be with their peers and they want to be, you know, a part of things. You know, you want to be one of the, one of the gang. And social interaction for young people is very, very, very important. So with this, and you've got frustrated young people, and you're an empath who is already feeling your levels of frustration, yeah, it is really hard to have, you know, folks lash out at you. And really, you know, to feel the intensity of their frustration, even though it's being directed at you, it really isn't you. It's they're frustrated at the circumstances, they're frustrated at at, you know, the situation and you become the target and you especially become the target because they view you as safe, that it's, it's safe to take it out on you because ultimately they trust in the fact that you will forgive them and that you will still love them and that you will not abandon them. And that can be really hard because it almost feels like, you know, I mean, it's not fair to have things taken out on you just because you're the grown-up, just because you're the parent, just because you're safe. And it really doesn't account for your feelings and your frustration and, and what you're going through. So how do we work with this? Well, as an empathic parent, you have a wonderful opportunity to be able to explain what empathy is to younger people. And it can also kind of encourage them to tap into their own empathic nature 
But when you explain to them, it's like, you know, and, you know, not during the fight or whatever, if, if they're already at, you know, level 10, you know, that's not the time to go, okay, we need to talk about what empathy is and how you're hurting me and all of this. Wait till everybody calms down. Walk away from the situation if you can. Go to another room. Oh, hey, Luna. Go to another room and do what it is that you need to do. Hi, kitty. Oh. Yeah, we were talking about, yo, you want to grab the pillow, huh? Go grab the pillow. So, um, find a quiet moment. Find a chance to sit down and say, you know what? I have a heightened sensitivity. I've got, there you go. Oh, well, goodness. <laughs> I got to talk to people. So explain to them what empathy is. Explain that it is an ability to resonate. It's ability, an ability to feel, but that it also means that you feel more deeply. And I find that the best time to figure out how to have a fight is not when you're having the fight. Figure out what you need to do in order to find balance without the emotional addition. And then you can fall back onto that as an agreement during the fight. It's like if, if they're lashing out, it's like, okay, there's frustration. I'm feeling frustrated. You're feeling frustrated. Let's figure out another way for us to deal with each other because this isn't working. This is not okay. I get that you're frustrated. I get that you're not feeling heard or you want to feel heard. You know, use, use your ability to talk things out. And if you feel that you're escalating, if you feel that you're, you know, in a situation where you're not at your best, you're not at your most collected and controlled and your most grounded, let people know, let your kids know. Say, you know what? I am not in my good space and I cannot deal with this right now. We can talk about it when things calm down. Um, we can't do this. And, and figure out what works for your family. Figure out what it is that you can do to, um, to take it down from level 10 at least to level 9. Oh, goodness sakes. And it can... You know, it can become a group discussion. You know, how do you feel when you're really upset? And, and to get them to be able to verbalize what they're feeling, usually that means that one, they feel safe enough to start talking about it. And, you know, it's like, what's really, what's really upsetting you? Are you feeling like you're not being heard or like you're not being listened to? And, you know, is it frustration? Get them to talk. Because these are excellent skills for young people to be able to learn, to be able to communicate effectively what it is they're feeling rather than just lash out. And as an empath, you should be able to start feeling how it feels as they escalate. So, you know, if you feel it escalating, if you sense that tension growing in them, catch them when they're at about level five. You know, you don't have to let it escalate to level 10. And it can be tricky. And yes, the bulk of the responsibility for, you know, being the, the reasonable one, for being the grown-up, falls on you as a parent. And it's not always easy. And we have stuff that we're dealing with all the time. And, and we've got the bills and we've got all those worries. And we don't want the kids to worry because, you know, we want to take care of it. 
And it's okay for them to understand that this is a difficult situation and that sometimes you're not going to be able to give them what they want and that they can learn how to manage that and make the best of it themselves. So talk to your kids because, you know, they may have a little more empathy than you think. They just haven't learned to explore it yet. But once they understand your special abilities and your special way of walking in the world, usually you can find that understanding point. You can find those ways to de-escalate. And empaths are very good at de-escalating once we get out of our own way. And once we take ownership of what we're feeling and find balance with that. So, good luck. I've been there, definitely. And thank you for joining me. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, please put them in the comments section. I will keep updating you on Sam and on Luna. And if you like what you hear, please press the like button. If you're listening in on Blog Talk Radio, please check the link in the description and visit the YouTube page. And if you like overall what I'm doing, please consider subscribing. That helps me out and it helps out the channel. So, oh, if you want to reach me, you can do so. You can follow me on Twitter. You can connect with me through my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And you can also contact me through my email address, which is in the description for both uh, Blog Talk Radio and for YouTube. So, <laughs> again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and see you next time. Bye.